Hello and welcome to Let's Run Facebook Ads podcast with myself, Nick Boddington. Here I share insider information about Facebook ads. But as you know, it's not just running the ad, it's what happens after. So we'll look into the funnels, e-commerce, email marketing, lead generation, and much, much more. Hello and welcome to episode 72 of Let's Run Facebook as a podcast with myself, Nick Boddington. As I promised last week on the last episode, we were going to look at some emails and why email campaigns are so good and you need to be using them no matter what you're doing. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to everyone to the podcast. Nice to have you listening again. I was going to say nice to see, but I can't see, So, but I know you're listening. Um, right, email campaigns. This is something that we all need to pay attention to. Now, most of our clients and people we deal with and things like this use email to, um, on a very minor level, as in they might have an ad, to, ad basket email. They might have an email which is obviously has the shipping information just to say something's been confirmed when we're doing from an e-com, e-commerce point of view. Um, they might get people to sign up to a newsletter, boring, that they send out every every month from a B2B point of view. But what I want to sort of go over today is how it's how it how much more important it needs to be and the fact that email isn't dead even though people think it is so just because things are moving forward social media different platforms sms all this sort of stuff does not mean that facebook is dead so uh so facebook is dead email is dead right so when i and also when i talk about email i'm not talking about going out and buying lists i'm talking about building lists okay big difference buying list as what I do with my other companies when we go out and we buy, I, my company sells databases, so business databases throughout the UK. Now, that's one thing. So that's helping a B2B company send an email out to prospects. So it's more of a sales email to get people to come in and then they can call the people who clicked on the app, clicked on the email, et cetera. We're talking about now about finding people who are interested in our product already because they've come to our website and getting them to give you their email address in exchange for something else. And that's really important. It's an exchange. I want you to think about the value of someone's email address going into your list to be able to email these people to try and get them to convert. And I don't think enough emphasis is put on what the value is. What do you think it is for you to give someone's email across, your email across to someone else when you know you're going to get emails from these people? And We all get emails all the time. Emails are used by people every day students all the way up to adults so students in most universities around the world are required to have an email address for for the university okay so that's how they start gathering their email address to start off with as as a consumer and then when you go into the working world we're all using email everyone uses email so this is why it's it's ironic how people think that email is dead it's not I get emails all the time from things that I want and I don't want. Um, unfortunately, we can't get away from that. People sell lists. I sell lists of email addresses to businesses. They're going to contact you. Um, but at the same time, you also want to register for things and get emails on those sort of things. Okay, so everyone is using email. And over time, email hasn't got any better. But at the same time, it hasn't got any, any worse. Unlike platforms where social media platforms and things like that, where they're going out of fashion or you know you can see it with TikTok. TikTok has been going for a few years now, and we can already see the demographics going up in age. You know, one of the fastest growing demographics on TikTok is thirty-five plus. Now, what happens when thirty-five plus um, get onto these platforms? 
advertising starts, the platforms start taking advertising more seriously because the lower demographics, age groups, aren't spending as much money. But we know that in the 30 plus, we're the ones with the money, we're the ones who are going onto these platforms, seeing ads and spending our money. Okay. But at the same time, the youngsters are now have now got their mums and dads and aunties and uncles and family friends on the same platform, seeing the stuff that they were there. It was all very cool at the beginning on TikTok because it was just like the youngsters platform. It gets older and those youngsters start leaving and trying to find another platform to go to. Not, I'm not saying it's overnight. This happens over years, but it happens to all the social media platforms that we know of and trust now. It's the same thing. So email is one of those things that stays strong all the time, okay? Open rates still remain 15%. And I've been saying that for ages. I mean, as I said, my other company, we sell email addresses. We still see the same open rates, around 15% with an average click-through of of 3%. And email also drives around 25% of revenue over time, okay? In fact, email has been on the increase since 2020. And I don't really know the reasons why. I mean, we've had a pandemic since then. People are probably spending more time at home. So it is increasing. They're spending more time looking at their devices and things like that. So a little stat here. OmniSend, an e-commerce platform, found conversion rates skyrocketed throughout 2020. Promotional email campaigns netted 111% year on year. Okay. There's a massive opportunity to boost sales through order and shipping confirmation. So don't just think especially if you're e-commerce or something and you're sending an email out, say your shipping confirmation or your order confirmation, put call to actions on these things. These are, you know that they are going to open this email to see what you are emailing about because it's about their order. Take this as an opportunity to give them a further discount by and clicking through back to the website. Look at everything as an opportunity, as a touch point. Okay, we're going to go into that in a second. Touch points and sales cycles. Use every opportunity you can to get someone back in to your funnel, okay? Um, the conversion rate for these transactional messages jumped 350%, 56% from 2019 to 2020, okay? Really, really important. So how can we use email? Well, from my point of view, from our business, when someone comes in from a lead, and I actually had um, a consultant, potential consultancy client come on a call with me yesterday, and the first thing he said was how much he loved the interaction with our emails. Now, our emails are automated. They look great. They look like I've written them. I've written them. I love written them myself. I haven't. It's automated. But it's our experience, and this is what we, we as an agency, see we do. So we spend a lot of time. We call them plain text emails. They're not coming through as an HTML. They're plain text emails that are coming through that we want to make look like I've written myself. So they're very personal, welcoming and get, you know, they say what they need to say. And this person thought they were brilliant, really, really good. So it was really nice to hear that. I wish everyone would say things like that so we know what we're doing is right. Um, So from that point of view, someone comes in, they see an ad of ours, they come in, they register with uh, a consultancy 30-minute session with me, free of charge, and then they get the automation email. And that can go on for, I think there's about five emails getting them up to the call. Once they've completed that call, I then do things in our CRM, which says, I've had the call, I'm moving them over to showing them the offer. And then they get an email based on the packages that I do for my consultancy and take them through these. And each of those packages, those emails, describe the packages, 
describe value, look at testimonials, things like this. We're going into a bit of a sales cycle. Like I can't be sure that everyone who's going to come onto my 30-minute call with me is going to sign up with me. They're not. They might think it's too expensive. They might not see the value yet, whatever. I'd like to think they see the value when they spend 30 minutes with me, but I can't assume it. So I have to set up these emails so that I can try and convert them at a different stage of that funnel. Okay. So with automated um, email campaigns systems, you can do things like have tags and triggers. So when someone does an action, like if they don't, they then they go down another sequence of email. So the thing that's daunting about this sort of thing is that people think it takes ages to set up, but it doesn't. I mean, you could set up an automated email trail and then you could say, okay, I'm going to have it. I want an email every three days to go out to the, to the consumer and just write that email three days, save it, and it becomes part of your automation. If you were to do that once every three days or every week for a year, you've then suddenly got a whole year's worth of email set up, which automatically go when someone falls into your email database because they've registered for a free trial, they've registered for a download, a resource download, they've registered for uh, tips on buying properties, whatever it might be, uh, e-commerce, 10% off, 25% off, birthday card campaign. Look back at one of our earlier podcasts where we talk about the birthday card campaign, which is still working amazingly for our client. And we're getting more and more clients using these things all the time. So these are the sort of things I want you to start thinking about from an email point of view. Now, um, when we look at a sales cycle, and this is why this is really important. And I, I sort of got an analogy for this the other day. Um, from a Facebook point of view, we are we are borrowing, we are renting time from Facebook, leasing time from Facebook. We're asking Facebook to show some people an ad of ours. And once that impression is gone, we're out. We hope that they would have clicked through. What we want to try and do is get them in our funnel. Then we own that particular consumer. If we can get the email address of someone, whether you're B2B or B2C, and you start thinking about this, if we can get that email address, we can trade it for something that we can give them, we are then getting an email address and we can start sending good, valuable, offered emails to that consumer to get them back into our funnel to buy our products or services, okay? So it's really important we think like that because as we're now finding that, um, and it will get fixed, the whole Facebook, Instagram, all this tracking stuff that's going wrong will get fixed. This is my other analogy on why it's so much harder now and we have to sort of put these in place is because Facebook, before iOS 14, Facebook's algorithm was so good that it knew when Joe Blogs was going to buy something, okay? They looked at the billion bits of data information in its in its brain, in the in the computer's brain, that they know that if they show this ad, so you've, you've launched an ad and you've set it for a conversion and it's, Facebook's gone out there and it knows when Joe Blogs is interested in buying your product or service in a very small amount of time. It comes through and you're getting these purchases, you're getting the leads and things like that. Now what we're doing is finding it very, very much harder to do that. And it's like Facebook is that Joe Bloggs is still in your audience. He's still wherever you've got your ads. They're all the same. They're still out there. He's still in that audience, but you've got to bring it. But Facebook's not as good as bringing him in and knowing when Joe Bloggs is deciding to buy. So they've got him to click through. He's coming to your sales cycle. But now we've got to spend a lot more time and effort trying to get Joe Bloggs to convert, okay? So rather than Facebook bringing him in on a Monday, knowing that stats say on a Tuesday he's likely to buy your product, Facebook's bringing him in saying, uh, probably in the next 60, 90 days he might buy. So we can't just rely on getting him in, showing our landing page, 
going again and thinking, ah, oh, we've done such a good job of our landing page, et cetera, et cetera. He'll, he'll be back soon to go and buy us. It won't happen like that. So what we've got to do is really look at the sales funnel. We need to do an Omni 8, which I talk about um, on my other podcast, where we're using a reach camp, building an audience, people that come into the landing page. We build an audience of those visitors, and now we're showing multiple ads using a reach objective to get ads in front of them cheaply. At the same time, whether it's part of an Omni 8 or whether we're going out as a separate ad to get someone in for an offer, which is when from an e-commerce point of view, we find that birth of the offer works so well because we're giving them something really good in, in exchange. So that jewelry company have an actual campaign getting leads using an on Facebook lead form to get people to sign up, to give their email address to our client in exchange for £20 off their jewellery on their birthday. And they'll get a reminder on their birthday the day before saying, happy birthday, here's your 20% code, 20, sorry, 20 pounds off code to use on our website, okay? Works really well because they've thought about what value that person's email address is to that consumer. And 20 pounds off jewellery was a great value and they're getting people's email addresses for 70p an email address. They can keep that on 10 pounds a day as they're doing at the moment. They could scale it if they wanted to and really fill their database up with people's up and coming birthdays. It means they can now keep um, interacting with them all the time. They actually have people coming to order off. So I think when they get their first email address out of the sequence, which we call a welcome series, they exchange their, they go onto the form, they give their email address in, that email address falls into the into the client's database, and then the automate automated system starts the welcome process off by saying, hey, thank you for registering with our with our birthday campaign. Um, as a thank you to start to start you off, we'd like to present you 10 or 15 pounds off our jewelry. They're getting people clicking through at this point and making an order. So what because this has only been going on a couple of months. We, we've still yet to actually go in there and look at how many people's birthdays have crossed over um, with, and how many orders have come from those birthdays for the £20 off, how many people have actually bought from that first email with 15% off, which means that they've come in, it's cost us 70p for an email address, but are we getting an order every week which kind of covers the costs or makes a profit on what we've paid Facebook to gather their email address at 70p an email? See what I'm doing there? So it's within how much time does someone become does the campaign become completely profitable because the amount of emails that are coming in at 70p the emails that are going out with offers in a new new jewelry that's coming down getting people back into it how much money is being made from getting that email coming in return business lifetime value of a customer etc cetera, etc cetera. so these are the things that i want you to think about we've got plenty of different we can even do email campaigns um, for you ourselves if it's something that you don't want to do yourself in those platforms out there called things like Aweber and Clavio and things like that. If you want us to do it for you, we can do this. We can have people we can link your CRM to our to our Let's Run Funnels. And Let's Run Funnels, we're able to do email campaigns and e email sequences. So if you need our help with that, that's absolutely fine. Um, but I really want you to start thinking about how you can use email more often. And don't think about whether someone's going to get annoyed with you because you can in these systems, you can also set up um, email one goes out, 15% of people open it, leaves another 85% who didn't open it. So you repeat that email within a day, excluding the people who opened the first one and resend it again to the 85% who didn't open it. Another 15% open, falls into the pot, 
the next day, resend again to the remaining 70% that didn't open from the first two emails. So you can just keep on going with all this and it's all automated. You just spend some time setting it up and it goes for you. But remember, the whole thing about this is you're renting these people from Facebook. Getting their email address means you now own them. People sell companies based on email addresses. When people are selling companies, the people buying it are interested in what customers they've got. What's their email list like? What's their return um, buying cycle? All these things all stem down to the one thing that we can own, which is their email. I want you to think about that, not just for getting people in to acquiring a new customer, you know, getting their email address, but also when you've had a customer buy from you, you want to get their lifetime value up by carrying on emailing them, getting them back into your funnel with offers and getting them to buy more and more products from you, which increases that lifetime value. The most, the most expensive part of any marketing strategy or advertising strategy is getting the acquisition of a new customer. Once you've got that person, think of that person as gold dust and you want to get more and more money out of that person. They like your product, they trust you, get them spending more. Okay, I hope this helps. Um, any questions, again, email me at let nick at letsrunsocial.com. We'll ask uh, answer any questions you might have. Thank you for joining us again today. If you want to find out more, please head over to our socials at Let's Run Social, where we share daily content. And please feel free to drop us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And any questions that you would like answered, we can do that here on the podcast.